Newsbreak podcast. I recommend you go and get reputable seeds, seeds that are open pollinated, so that you can leave some of your herbs to go to flower and some of your herbs to go to seed so that you can collect for the next crop from that crop as well as for use, whether it's culinary or therapeutically. And then off you go. Visit other people who have done herbs. Learn from their mistakes because it will help you pass the learning curve. Once you know that these are the herbs you're going to grow and you get the right seed, the packet has all the information about date, time of sowing, spacing and depth. And the most important thing it also has is time to harvest. So then you can go to your wall planner. After you put your plants in the ground, mark off the date that you're going to harvest. Hence, we don't have wastage. So the new enough is adequate and sufficient. Make sure you sow enough seed for adequate or sufficient herb that you're going to use. And if you have enough and it's a glut and it goes to wastage, you can always replenish it into compost. And I found that the best use for herbs is fresh, young, tender, juicy, and succulent. And now most people have taken to using and liquidizing their herbs. But remember that because it's fresh, you're not going to have any preservatives added to it. So you store it in glass containers and refrigerate it and consume within three days. Another idea is to, once you've juiced your herbs, put them into ice cube trays, put them in the freezer. And when you make your next juicing concoction, then you can add an ice cube or two. Remember the old days, the old ladies all used herbs as therapeutic and culinary and medicinal remedies. If you don't grow your soil by putting in plenty of compost and preparing it to a suitable depth, then you can't grow your plants. With regards to herbs like coriander and mint, where would be the best locations to grow these? I would always go for shade between 10 o'clock and 2 o'clock. So if you get morning sunlight till about 10 o'clock and afternoon sunlight after 2 o'clock, remember that sufficient sun. Because it depends on the angle of where you've got it located. In Durban, we have extreme heat. And because those herbs are delicate herbs, they're prone to wilt. And because we are now on a drive to conserve, nobody should be growing any plants with tap or potable water when, if you look at it, people don't have drinking water. In summer, you don't want the heat of the sun between 10 o'clock and 2 o'clock because it causes these to herb. If you're not sure about the strain of herb that you've got, you've always got the label. You always can Google best location. And nobody's going to put anything on Google if they haven't proved it. How often should people water herbs? You do a fingertip test. If you take a finger and you insert it into the soil to the depth of two digits, and you extract your finger and you see some soil attached to your finger and some moisture, then your soil is moist, suitably moist. If you exert your insert and, and remove your finger and there's nothing on your finger, that means it's dry and so you may irrigate. I'm saying irrigate like you would make a drain. You take a watering can, turn the sprout upside down. As you turn the watering can over, the water comes out the sprout, the rose, and it must face upwards. So then when it falls, it falls as if it is raining. Then you would have the best spread of rain. The hosepipe business, I can't condone. It's just a wasteful act. You can stand there with a hosepipe for 10 minutes and do very little, and it can rain for three minutes and do much more than 10 minutes of using the hosepipe. News break. Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.